Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Justin, I had a dream this weekend that you died. That is horrifying. Right. I really like to live. I know. and tell, tell me more. I don't really remember much from it, but I w- had some trouble sleeping on like Hold on. Saturday. No one really cares about the dream. <laughs> no, it's the As second. You... No, no, no. It's the second line of the dream. It The first dream is fine. Like the, the idea of what the dream is about, you can tell people, well, I had a dream about you and you blanked. But... As far as dreams, they are very annoying to hear. It's because the second line is where stuff gets really weird. Okay. So Justin died in your dream? Yes. That's all we need to know. All right. That's a good point. Hmm. Can I say one more thing about my dream? If you make it quick. Yes. um, I would like to know about my inevitable death. I don't really know how you died, but the good thing about the dream was I found out at a restaurant... And I was eating healthy. So long. In my dream, I was eating healthy. Jordan Silver and Friends, 6 to 9 on 96.5 The Buzz. I could listen to her brushing her teeth for two hours. I love Haley Williams. She's great. So good. Haven't you, like, interviewed her or something? Yeah, a couple times. Mm. She's actually said it's the best interview ever of Paramore, but... Okay, you need to simmer. Oh, God. Justin. Yes. Microphone to Chris. Go. <laughs> Well, I've been wanting to do this for since like day two of meeting you, and that's following you from downtown to catch you because you start in downtown and you mm-hmm. go to work. It's been my goal is to like sync up with you to get once you get on I thirty five South. And this morning, I finally found you. What the hell? What? Well, I mean, I, my car is pretty recognizable. It's a green mini. I think it might be the only one mm-hmm. in the city. It's a soft top, but. Uh... Why is that your goal? Well, just I want to see uh, how you drive, and it's just to see if I can sync up with your morning is just something that I like to do. Okay, hold on. So what have you? What did you get from following me? Am I a good driver? You are a good driver. A little little fast in the rain, I gotta say. <laughs> a little fast in the rain. I've got new tires. <laughs> you so you I couldn't keep up with you because people were getting in front of me and you were going quite quickly because yeah, well. I'm a little nervous ever since I wrecked my Volvo. Right. So I drive a little slower than normal. Sure. But. So I'm a good driver. It is. Oh, I I hit it pretty fast. I go pretty oh, we're fast. so sorry you wrecked your Volvo. <laughs> well, have you not seen it? 
Mm-mm. Justin? No. You don't know about my Volvo? No. Oh, God. How would, <laughs> how would you describe well, your Volvo a, to somebody a, who doesn't know what it is? It's a beautiful beast. Ugh. It's oh. a 30-year-old yeah, it is. Volvo 740 with 300-some thousand miles. It's never left me stranded, even after hitting a wall at 50 miles an hour on the interstate. It's not the Volvo you lust after. It's the okay. Volvo that is like his pride and joy. And every time something happens to one of our cars... The other person is just like, ha ha, your car sucks. And then something happens to their car. You got to take it back. And it just like keeps going back and forth for forever. We have learned to be nice about complimenting or complaining about the other cars because we don't want karma to come back because it hits us quickly. Apparently karma. So did that wall. (laughs) (laughs) Music. World. Local. And unofficial holiday. Digging deep into history. Because we're all a bunch of nerds. And bringing you on This Day in History with Jordan Silver and Friends. 100 years ago in Kansas City, his key ring was too large. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, his key ring was too large. Hmm. Tell you all about that coming up with the front page of the Kansas City, Kansas, exactly 100 years ago today. But first, Chris is kicking it off with what happened on this day in 2008. Fidel Castro retires as the president of Cuba. He was a real big, he was really big into baseball. There's this theory, well, I'm sorry, there's this rumor that he tried out for the Yankees. They said no, and then he became this, like, awful ruler. But that is false. Hmm, Interesting. On this day in 1999, Lenny Kravitz wins his first Grammy for Fly Away. His daughter Zoe Kravitz is on this new show called High Fidelity on Hulu. Everybody is watching it. It's oh. uh, She owns a record store. It's so good. High Fidelity, Hulu, watch it. Everybody's watching it. On this day in 1997, the FDA named six brands of birth control as a safe and effective morning-after pill. You know, there's only one thing that's 100% guaranteed as birth control. Not doing it. Abstinence. Also my roller derby name. (laughs) (laughs) It is. On this day in 1992, Wayne's World opened in U.S. theaters. Here's a little promo that they made. Okay, we just wanted to let you know that we're making a movie... And it's called... All right, excellent promo, eh? Yes, artistic yet accessible to a wide audience. Good old Wayne's World. One of the best duo costumes for Halloween. For sure. Are, are you a Wayne or a Garth, Justin? For sure a Wayne. Okay. Absolutely, because in my mind I have that type of hair. I like your hair the way it is. I'll be your Garth. I'll be your Garth. Thank you. I wear the glasses anyway. (laughs) On this date, also in 1992, Kurt Cobain and Courtney Love get married. That must have been one hell of a party. It was in Hawaii. (laughs) I don't have any more information about that. You're right. It probably wasn't it a shotgun wedding. It might have been because, you know, later she gets in trouble for doing an interview talking about how she was on heroin, and then somebody did the math and realized that she was pregnant with Francis Bean while she admitted to be admitted to being on heroin. Mm-hmm. Comes a big thing. But, you know, Courtney Love definitely didn't have her life together 
back in those days. For sure. Not. On this day in 1988, the U.S. Supreme Court overturned a ruling that had been won against Hustler magazine. Here's Larry Flint explaining why it was so important. Now, one thing to say, and it's the only thing important, the basic issue is if that jury's decision is allowed to stand, that means that any journalist or political cartoonist that does an article or a cartoon that is unfavorable to an individual, that person can sue. So here's what happened. Hustler made fun of him using satire. He sued. He won because it was defamation of character. Then it goes to the Supreme Court who ruled that it was totally fine to make fun of him because he was a public figure. This is what's wrong right now. Fix this problem and I feel like a lot of the bullying will go away. Um, The quote that the Supreme Court made was, quote, it is not sufficient to deny First Amendment protection to the press in order to protect the public figure from emotional distress. Hmm. At the heart of the First Amendment is the recognition of the fundamental importance of free flow of ideas and opinions on matters of public interest and concern. Now, you want to know what the parody was on? Uh, It was a cartoon where... The first time that he had sex, it was drunken, incestuous with his mother inside an outhouse. Ooh. I Yikes. mean, that's pretty. But if it says satire. But that's the problem. We could get rid of a lot of these bullying problems if people were only, if people were only. Have their First Amendments violated? It's not their First Amendments violated, but be uh, responsible for what the hell they say. You know? In America, we don't have to be responsible for what we say. I know, that's the problem. But don't you think that runs into a little bit of the censorship idea that, you know, the press shouldn't be censored? I think that we need to look into this now in 2020 when there's so many different ways that the media can... Well, there's so many ways beyond just the media, you know, with people... Like, this just leaves it open for bullying, And that's what I can't see, and I can't see the other side of this. Where it's like, it's okay to call this person on YouTube a fat slob and die. I mean, we know what happened in Australia with that poor little boy. Mm -hmm. If you make people responsible for what the hell they type on the internet about other people, maybe the bullying will stop. Well, I've I've always said there's a difference between harassment and free speech. Uh, Completely agreed. Yeah. Completely agreed. You're allowed to speak freely, but when it encroaches on harassment, that's that's a problem. All right, sorry. Oh, feel strongly about that. Chris. 1981, <laughs> Prince Charles gets engaged to Lady Diana Spencer, and here's what she felt about the situation. Well, it wasn't a difficult decision in the end. That's what I wanted. That's what I want. And it's been worthwhile. Every bit of it. And I suppose in love. Of course. <laughs> Whatever in love means. <laughs> Yeah, right. (laughs) That last part, whatever in love means, that's very ominous. Tragic foreshadowing. (laughs) Yes, very much so. They did not love each other. And now he's married to his side piece. Well, Mm. On this day in local history in 1971, the highest price ever paid for a pig, $42,000 at an auction in Wichita. D-U-R-O-C, boar. That's the kind of boar that it was. It's the kind of pig that it was. And it is, if you Google, it continues to be the highest price pig that you can buy. 
Did that they, is a lot of bacon. Did they eat it? See, I don't know. You pay $42,000 for a pig. You're just gonna mar- I'm going to marry it into my family. <laughs> I'm not eating that thing. Are you kidding me? <laughs> On this day in 1956, the city of Cleveland invoked a 1931 law that barred people under the age of 18 from dancing in public. I've got a little uh, quote little from a city council meeting with a young Mr. McCormick. Well, I just, I, I just wanted to say a few words about this motion. From the oldest of times, people danced for a number of reasons. And they danced to celebrate. And there was a time for this law, but not anymore. See, this is our time to dance. Wait a minute. That's the way it should be now. Is that Footloose? Possibly. <laughs> Did you not know what that is? Where you grabbed the audio from? No, that was from the city council meeting from the Cleveland for that oh, law. Oh, the second part was too. Yes, somebody just that. got up and and said that. Yeah, and they had an orchestra playing that just happened to have some background music I told, as well. Sounds like every city council meeting. Yeah, yeah that's how it goes, <laughs> that Chris. Sounds great. I don't think we need a law against under 18-year-olds dancing, but I do think we need a law uh, for people uh, doing the finger-pointing dance. Obviously, you can't see me because this is radio, but we need a law against that kind of dancing in public. I I didn't think so until you just did it, <laughs> Justin. Finger-point dancing? Yeah. I'm actually in favor of people under the 18 not being able to dance. But on this day in 1938, the first modern toothbrush was invented. No... <laughs> The toothbrush goes back to the 600s. Thank God, right? People were taking care of the stuff of their teeth. Um, but before that, people used something called a chewing stick. And before that, it has been verified through excavations that people used tree twigs, bird feathers, and animal bones. Oh, plus porcupine quills to dig stuff out of their teeth. Oh. So teeth have been important for that long. That long. Not in the state of Maine, though. Not where I'm from. Teeth's not important, apparently. I don't know why. Teeth not important in the state of Maine. So prior to the modern toothbrush, it was literally a twig we chewed on. Mm-hmm. Get that plaque off of there. I'm just glad that people knew even back in the, like, B.C. era, you got to take care of your teeth. You got to dig that stuff out. Grab a porcupine and have at it. Exactly. On this day in 1908, in Mueller versus Oregon, the U.S. Supreme Court favors an Oregon law limiting the maximum amount of hours a woman may work and here's Ms. Ginsburg on her view of that. Most of the disadvantages facing women in the labor market derive from society, not biology, Muller argued. Social customs, not inferiority, narrow the field of their endeavor. Ostensibly, Oregon's law was framed in women's interests. I read the laws in here, like the reasons why they wanted to do this. Mm -hmm. Because, quote, woman has always been dependent upon man. She is not an equal competitor with man. Her physical structure and, quote, proper discharge of her maternal functions have not merely her own health, but the well-being of the race. I don't even know what that means. They're saying that we're not built to do things like this. Well, they're, they're limiting the hours to less than 10 hours a day. That doesn't matter. You don't think a woman can do 10 hours? We, we gave birth, especially women in 1908. There was no, like, sterile stuff. There was no drugs. For, you men don't understand. And I have not given birth. I have not. But if a woman can do that, we can do anything. I don't know what happened one day 
where this whole thing got reversed and dudes were just like, we're superior. I don't know. Because I, stubbed, I stubbed my like, toe like, yesterday and that hurt pretty bad. Exactly. You have no idea what we go through every oh, month. Thank God a woman is in charge of the show. Also <laughs> on this day in 1868, the first U.S. parade with floats. That would be Mardi Gras. In Alabama. Mm-hmm. And uh, it started, it, the actual Mardi Gras started at the beginning of the 1700s, before New Orleans was even a city. And it's the oldest parade in the U.S. history. But uh, it was the first time that they had floats in 1868 oh. on this day. What's your favorite float? Do you have one? Do you guys even watch parades? I will tell you, it comes from Macy's Thanksgiving Day okay. Parade, and it is Santa Claus. Every year, it signifies the end of the parade and also the start of the eating. Okay, yes. <laughs> With you just did. Yes. I can honestly say I've never been asked what my favorite parade float is. I don't even know what an answer would be. Well, now you have you have to figure it out at some point. Let us know. And I have the one where the the car's driving by and the mayor's waving on it. No, that's not a float, fool. You got to say like Bart Simpson or... Something. Those are those are flying balloons. Hey, if you have your favorite uh, firework, then how come you can't have your favorite float? You're you're talking about something a trailer that's covered in like flowers. You're comparing it to a big boom in the sky. You're right. I just realized that. Okay, Kansas City, Kansas, February twenty fourth, nineteen twenty. So on this day, the story is called his key ring too large. W.N. Rhodes was fined $25 for having a large key ring. He was arrested in the Armordale District on suspicion. He carried a key ring which contained, among other keys, another dozen of large truck keys. So basically what I'm getting from this so far is this dude had a giant key ring full of stuff. And people are like, you don't own all that. The police were like, you don't own all that. <laughs> so the police decided that they were going to raid his room in the Paseo. And when they did, they found a single suitcase, which was filled with table silverware, bearing the name of the St. Regis Hotel. All right, so he's a thief. He's stealing silverware okay. from hotels. Rhodes said for work, he laundered chef coats of waiters and found the silverware in the pockets. That seems a little, that seems like he's lying. Uh, exactly, but I think, thinking on the spot. Yeah, that's what I do. I launder and... Um, Isn't that totally reasonable? It seems reasonable to me. I just This is back in the day where, like, stealing a knife from a hotel, you could actually get money for it. Now, they won't buy your iPad. They won't buy anything. They won't buy your clothes at the stores that buy clothes. Ugh. Well, when it's made of real silver, you could just go to the store and buy a can of beans with the silver. It's true. I miss those days. Chris, tell us what's going on with unofficial holidays. It is Play More Cards Day. Yeah. Do you have a preferred card game? Solitaire. Oh, we always play this game called Sets and Runs with my family. It's like a family tradition. So we play cards every time we get together. I love cards and we drink and talk a lot of mess about each other. It's very entertaining. Do you have a favorite card game? Texas Hold'em. You would. I'd love to play Texas Hold'em with some people right now. Remember when we went to Harrah's and you're like, yeah, I'm going to play. I'll play poker. I'm going to play poker. And then you just never did. No, I said I would go gambling with you. And he did. Justin, I put money in this slot machine and he just sat there and and pulled the little arm down until I was out 20 bucks. He was playing your money. Yes. I'm gambling with her. (laughs) It is also World Bartender Day. Thank you, bartenders, for what you do. Thank God for those beautiful people. Anyway. They're usually very beautiful well, too. Yeah, listen, Thank you. Any anybody that can mix Red Bull and vodka together is is pretty attractive to me. 
<laughs> Lastly, but not leastly, it okay. is tortilla chip day. Tor- what'd you say? It is tortilla chip day. Oh, tortilla chip day. I just pulled the music down because my stomach just went, ooh, remember those? <laughs> you never know when that info will come in handy. Like maybe for your pub quiz night. That was On This Day in History with Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus. Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz. What is making headlines in the area, Christopher Newsboy Minders? Well, you know Patrick Stump, lead singer for Fall Out Boy? Yep. He has joined Brian Posen's comedy album. Okay. He uh, borrowed his voice to them for a new song called New Music Sucks. Got a little clip here for you. Okay, let's take a listen. What do you think? Is it going to be a banger? <laughs> no. Brian Posehn. He's always played that character that's been angry. He was on the Sarah Silverman Project, a um, bunch of other things, but always that like salty, angry mm-hmm. character. This fits perfectly. Uh, well, you know, when you call out your own band, I guess. Right. Works. The album's out now if you want to go listen to it. I was waiting for someone else to be on that list of artists. I'm glad that they were not. Oh, and if they were, I would have... That would have been it. Taking his computer and throwing it. For sure. <laughs> Chris, what else is going on also, in Also, uh, Boulevard Brewing Company has announced a special beer to celebrate the Chiefs' victory. <laughs> the SB win? <laughs> yes, emphasizing the win that was 50 years in the making. Oh, hell yeah! The beer is called Worth the Wait. Ooh. Yep. It's being listed as an Imperial Red Ale. Yep, there we you go. We don't have a release date yet, but it should be very soon. Awesome. So save. it'll be worth the wait? Yes. <laughs> It, I mean, 50 years waiting for this. I wonder what it tastes like. I mean, you say an imperial red? Yes, an imperial red ale. An imperial red ale. So like beer? Okay, Chris. With hints of apple. Chris doesn't uh, drink, so <laughs> yes, beer. It'll taste like beer. What else is going on in the news? Okay, uh, a Missouri man who held a medical marijuana card was arrested for felony marijuana possession. Well, that doesn't seem right. No, in a state that just legalized the plant. Luckily, the felony charges have been dropped, but he still faces drug paraphernalia charges. Was, okay, I have questions. Was mm-hmm. the officer not aware of the... I mean, how did that happen? I can't say anything that will say anything good, but sometimes the police officers will... Search? Yeah. I was driving to this grocery store up here, the High V, from my house uh, yesterday, and someone was pulled over on Shawnee Mission Park by the police. There was like three police cars, the lights were on, and on top of the roof of the car was this giant jug of wine. And it was a bunch of like teenagers, and I was like, oh God, that is not the kind of wine you want to go to jail for. No. Poor kids. Jordan Silver on the bus. We had this conversation over the weekend, me and my friends, and it, it led to such a long debate, which won't go long here, but still, the, people feel so passionately either way. I want to talk about it right here. Kissing parents slash family on the lips. Is that, I didn't know that was a divisive issue. Was that weird? So you do it? Yeah. When you say goodbye and hello? I don't know. I'm, that's, that was the conversation, because I don't do it. I think yeah. if in order for it not to be weird, it's something that you've had to have done since childhood and never stopped. Because if you just start to again as adult, that's when we get kind of weird. Well, yes, that I agree with you there. I mean, I think when I was a kid, like parents 
kiss their little kids on the lips. That's mm-hmm. fine. That's not, you know. But I don't know. When you start kissing other people, when you grow up to that age where you start kissing other people, like 14, 15, 16, I don't know when you ever had your first kiss. But isn't that where this kind of gets weird? I don't know. I, I personally am like, uh-uh. Mm-mm. I had a, a high school friend that their family... Literally everybody was kissed on the lips for a hello. That's just how they did it. At what age? All ages. Okay. So like male, female, doesn't matter the ages, 17-year-old son would kiss the 60-year-old grandpa. Now, I'm not like downing it. I don't think that, you know, it's not weird. I just don't do it in my family. (laughs) We definitely don't do it either. (laughs) Now, come to think of it, I don't kiss my dad on the lips, but I do my... Mom. Yeah, mom, aunts. You know, so boy. why do you switch? Uh, so you don't kiss any of your male, um, no family on the lips. No. Do you think it's because you're gay? Oh, I don't know. But truthfully, like, think about it. Do, like, does that is that weird? Do you think it weird for them? No, I'm no. I I don't know the answer to that question. I guess I've never really thought about it. I mean, I just I, my family's always been. Our family is very close, and which is one of the things that I love about my family. So I don't think I've ever really delved into that. The psychology you know? of it. But we went out to eat yesterday at Rancho Grande, and it was great. And then, you know, kiss my mom on the lips goodbye. That's the way, you know. What she, if, you know, what if something happens? No, don't say that. Well, I mean, you know. What the, I... I still don't want to kiss my mom or dad on the lips or brother or anybody in my family. Although my cat and and most dogs, yes, absolutely. I'll kiss animals on the lips. But How do you show your mother love? No. Do you show your mother love? That's a more important question. Yeah. The show. Instagram.com slash Jordan Silver. Jordan with an I. It's definitely very weird. Yesterday I was taking a nap. And I woke up, my phone was ringing, and I just straight up picked it up, which is weird. I don't do that. You answered it? Yeah, I know. Gross. But it was my parents, so I haven't talked to them in a little bit. Hmm. And so we had a great little talk, and my mom is asking all about this new health kick thing that I'm on and uh, asking about the parameters and stuff. And then she goes, so are you going <laughs> to, look how that's automatically working. <laughs> so are you going to change your style, like now that you're going to lose weight? I was like, what are you talking about? I like what I wear. And she's like, yeah, but I just don't think it's good. Like, you could totally change up your style. She wants me to dress like Ellen, by the way. Ellen DeGeneres? Yes, all the time my mother wants me to dress like Ellen, which, given our history, it's amazing that she even, like, watches Ellen and thinks of that as something positive, Mm -hmm. you know? Which is great. Thank you so much for that, Mom. But I was like, what do you want me to wear? Dresses? Because she does. So why don't we wear a dress to my brother's wedding? And I was, this was like a couple of years ago. And I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. It's going to look weird. She's like, just do it. Just do it for me. Why does it always have to be about you? Then I was like, you know what? <laughs> yes, lady, I will wear a dress. It's going to look weird as hell. And I'm going to ruin all the pictures, but I will wear a dress. <laughs> anyway, so we're talking about the weight loss thing. And um, my mom, my mom go, like, starts giving me crap. She's like, I just don't, I don't like how you dress. And I think you could dress much nicer. And I was like, I am not taking fashion advice from someone who wears a never forget embroidered 9-11 sweatshirt at least once a week. <laughs> you don't have any fashion, Ma. That's not fair. <laughs> not fair. Anyway, so I was thinking of um, some of my favorite stories about my parents. And I'd love to tell you each of them. We would love to hear them. Yeah, hold on. Coming up right after this. Jordan Silver on the bus. I mean, bus family has got it figured out that I have mommy issues. We know this. Mm-hmm. The bus family will text in things like, is this the reason that you are saying this is because you have issues with your mom? You know, 
whatever, it's fine. But I was talking to her on the phone yesterday, and uh, she's like, you always make me sound so bad on the radio. I'm like, you're kind of bad. You're kind of bad. You're badass. You're my mom. I don't want another one. I love you. You are why I am who I am. But damn, lady, you're not just like some saint. You're not. So I have a story. This is my favorite story about my mother. This should be good. I wanted to tell you guys this one. So this is right before I moved here. I was in Los Angeles, and we decided to go to the Getty Museum. Kind of hit up all of those things that you do before you leave somewhere. So we do, and we go into this first room that are a bunch of sculptures that are on stands. And you can kind of walk through them, right? So my mom looks at one of these sculptures on the stand at the Getty, and she goes, there's no way that's made of whatever it was made of. This is from, like, something something B.C., There's no way it's made of this material because this is so old. This seems older than this material. So she walks up to it and knocks on it. What? On the... the, My mother. The marble statue? Yes, the Getty. Okay? And I was like, Ma, you cannot do that. You cannot touch things and knock things. Her response, if I couldn't touch it, there would be a sign that says that I can't touch it. No. And I'm like, Mom, that is understood. We're in a museum in this giant room with stuff from like 8,000 B.C. You can't touch stuff, lady. These little kids, they know not to do that. Catch Jordan Silver and friends from 6 to 9 on The Buzz. My parents are the perfect mix with each other. They are still together, which is very surprising that my father has not murdered her yet. <laughs> really, like, because my dad is such an easygoing guy. Biggest heart, that's what people say. He's always trying to make people laugh. So it's like my mother is you know, this ver- this perfectionist, um, kind of neurotic. I get that from her and then, like, the big heart and stuff from my dad. Mm. I have a favorite story about my dad. You guys take listen. So we're... Same trip, by the way. So both of these stories come from the same trip when they're out there in L.A. with me right before I moved. Well, we put this night together where they meet all of my friends and we have a great time. But then the bar starts filling up. So we decide, "Eh, let's call it. But then when we get outside, everybody wants to go to one more bar. Let's do it. It's like nine o'clock on a Saturday in L.A. Like, let's have have another drink or two. So the one that we think of when we get to that bar, there's a huge line. Like, all the way, almost, like, around the block. Huge line. I was like, ah, forget it. We're never going to get in. My dad goes, hold on. And he walks over to the host. (laughs) Then he goes into the bar. And then he comes out and starts waving at us to come over. And there's, like, ten of us. There's a lot of people, like, with us. And we're like, what? And so the server... Or the host, excuse me, the host is like, hey, welcome to so-and-so bar. Like, let's bring you over here. They bring us to the nicest table in the entire bar that's been sitting there. This is in Hollywood, okay, on a Saturday night. So when we sit down, we've got our own server and everything. I was like, what? Dad, what did you do to get us this table? And he goes, oh, I, I slipped her some money, of course. Yeah, that's valid. Right, because that's how you get a table. It works. Everybody's even if you've got money in Los Angeles, right? So we're like, oh, my God, to get us this table. Like, I love you so much. You're a truck driver. My mom works at the toll booth in Maine. Like, we are not super rich. Like, I'm thinking thousands, $1,000, you know, or 
really to get this like prime table at this prime club in Los Angeles. And my dad goes, oh, I slipped her a 10. <laughs> what? $10. A 10. <laughs> he gave her 10 bucks. And then he goes, wait, do you think that was too much? Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus. I should have listened to you, Justin. Mm. All weekend, you're like, oh, come on. This Dashboard Confessional show is going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to be fire. We need to go. I know it's sold out. I'm sure you have a way in. And I'm like, uh-huh. Uh, uh. Then I get on Instagram and I see everybody from the Buzz family that was there uploading about the show. And someone had the set list. And the set list is so good. Is it what they start with? Uh, it says best. I don't know what one that one is. Best Deceptions, probably. Um, Vindicated. Oh. The Good Fight. Saint and Sailors. Um, several Ways to Die Trying. Um, places that you come to fear the most. Screaming Infidelities. Don't Wait. Stolen. And Hands Down. It's like the greatest show of all time. It sounds pretty amazing. And also nostalgic. I know. Yeah. Well, that's... When I when you see that bands are coming through, you're like, oh, they're gonna just play their new stuff. I really want to see like a best of. Nope. You know, I really wish I would have gone. I know. I ended up having to work, but I think that it would have been awesome. I have the worst FOMO. I wish I could go back in time and see this because because now we're getting to the weeks where, from now until the end of the year, there's an awesome show every single week here in Kansas yeah, City. Yeah, I was. I was kind of Googling and, like, looking who's coming. There's yeah. a lot of really great stuff happening around yeah. town. You can so. check it out on our concert calendar page, 965thebuzz.com. So I guess this is the best I can do. I'm sorry. We should have went. We should have gone. Can we borrow your time machine, Chris? You can try. <laughs> what do you mean I can try? It's complicated if you don't know the, the controls. Just control it for me, and then I'll do 88, and we're Are you inviting me with you, or are you doing the solo with Justin? It's got two seats, doesn't it? Two seats. Damn it, Jordan. Well, I mean, it's your time machine. I guess you could, you guys could both go back and see the dashboard show. One would say that we might be vindicated. I'm going to stab you for that. <laughs> Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz. All right, Christopher, tell us what's going on in the world of Kansas City slash the world. Well, Haley Williams has confirmed something and about music. her upcoming <laughs> Petals of Armor concert. Okay. I'm going to work Paramore songs in because it's that's very sacred to me, and I that belongs at a Paramore show, you know, um, and there will be more Paramore shows. <gasps> so she will not play any Paramore songs on her Petals for Armor tour. That's not why. Okay. But, that's not why Justin and I just took oh, all the air oh in the room. God. They have confirmed <gasps> that they will be joining together sometime soon. I almost ah! just fell out of my chair. <laughs> oh, my yes! God. Yes! Yes! Oh, oh, I love them so much. That is like... I'm not tired anymore. Me neither. <laughs> okay, so there will be... We don't know any more information, but there are going to be more Paramore shows. Yes. Oh, thank God. Okay, keep going. Let's go. Let's go. All in. Keep, keep going. going. What's going on with the news? People near 85th and Holmes have wondered when their grocery store will reopen. The Save-A-Lot has been closed for about a year now. Mm. The reason? Mm -hmm. There's a sinkhole under the building, and it's completely unsafe to go in. Okay. Oh, damn. That sucks. The owner is suing the building, is suing the city Mm -hmm. to get the building demolished because they initially said they would cover the cost. Until then, the owner has to cover the cost of maintenance and taxes and vandals, and they're fined for every single time. And so, in other words, it won't be reopening. Oh, 
a sinkhole's gonna eat it all up. Mm-hmm. That's a shame. That's so many good foods just going into that sinkhole. That's not what you're thinking about? Okay. No. What else is going on in the news, Chris? Well, there's a story going around locally about a man approaching kids in the backyard, I believe in Liberty, and offering them some money. Oh, hell no. The police found him. Oh, good. Hell yeah. interviewed him, and shockingly, he's denied having any nefarious intent with with the children. Okay. He's been advised to discontinue this type of behavior. They don't believe he's any danger. They always say that until somebody gets hurt. But I'm not convinced, and I'm wondering, are we living in a world where this kind of hospitable behavior is unacceptable? Giving money to kids in, the, in their own backyard? Yes, that's A stranger? Yeah. Absolutely. Why? Do you think it's not? Well, if he's going to give you a dollar. He wants something for that dollar. Everybody wants something for the money. Are you kidding me? You're I'm, the only one with a kid. No, I realize that, but back in the day, was, was there any gentlemen that would just go and give children candy? Yes, you fool! Are you kidding me? They wear glasses exactly like I'm wearing right now! <laughs> Stream Jordan Silver and Friends 6 to 9 on the Radio.com app. Uh, so Justin, love him to death. He uh, has a job job, so he always has to leave right after the news at 8. But he is here on Monday and Friday. And Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we get Stacey Moody, which that is her schedule. Mm-hmm. So we're just adding an extra person to have some fun with it, uh, get some other opinions and stuff here on the show. But love Justin Short. He's great. Uh, but... You sent me a text this weekend that made me cry. Yeah. Chris. I don't know if I'm not that smart of a person as what I thought I was or if these forms are so ridiculous that not even intelligent people can comprehend them. Which form? The tax W-2 submitting your taxes on your paycheck form. You don't call your mom and have your mom do it? Up until last year, she did. I still do. Mom! Mom! I know I complain about you so much. What do I declare? Zero? Do I declare one? What do I do on this stupid form? It's one number in your signature, but I never can get it right. I should have, because I was expected, not a large paycheck, but a paycheck. Mm-hmm. And I, I open it up. I kind of expect it to be somewhere between this range. It's $50 for over three weeks of pay. That's less than a dollar an hour. How, how am I supposed to pay my mortgage when I get paid for $50? I apparently had some form wrong where I thought what I had put in the form said $850 for the year. Oh. For the hold year. On, hold on. You're one of those people that ju- that has a certain amount of money taken out for yeah, taxes? Yeah, I, I want the very least amount because I would rather owe the government 100 bucks than have them take my money for free. No. So I thought I... Lose-lose there. <laughs> it always did is. My tax bill, and I thought this is approximately what I would owe, and then I uh, told them to take $850 out per paycheck. <gasps> you, oh, <laughs> you fool. Oh, my God. So I haven't been able to eat from February. Oh, it's been ramen noodles and rice every single meal. I got a lot of food that I can't eat anymore. I'll take it because I need it. Yes, I'll give it to you. What about your baby? Well, that she eats something different. Never yes. mind. I'm not getting into that right now. Don't need to worry about can that. Can you fix that? If you, I don't think you can go to the government and be like, hey, I overpaid you. Can I have that money back? But I mean, in the future, can you fix that form? The, the W-2 that you screwed up and now they're taking a I've, good portion of how much I've, you make every three weeks out. <laughs> I fixed... 
my form according to our HR directive. I believe I fixed it. Okay. And the next paycheck should be, I mean, not much more than 50 bucks, but it should be the full amount. See, this is what you get for not consulting your mommy. I'll never do that again. Yeah, I know. You need to consult. Mom, did I fill this out right or not? Still, I am 37 years old. Still, mom, please don't ever die. You can't die because I don't know what I'm doing as an adult. I haven't even thought about what I'm going to do when she passes away. Maybe. She does well, m- more than what she should for an adult male. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I kind of feel like I knew that. I kind of feel like Buzz family knew that. Does she still do your laundry when you go home? <sighs> I wish. She- no, I do my own laundry now because I'm very particular about my shirts not being in the dryer. Oh, God. I No, not me. It all goes in one. Whites. Towels, throw it all in one. When you have only black clothes, it really doesn't matter. Hey, what color is this? Black. Nope. Blue. No, it's not. I'm wearing a brand new blue no, sweatshirt. It's not. No, yes, it's not. yes, no, because no, that is not blue. a couple weeks ago you made fun of me on the radio and you said that I only wear one outfit, which I do. I get it, but I have multiple versions of everything on that outfit. So it's not like I'm dirty and gross. I just found an outfit that I like and I wear it all the time. So what? I agree. So with what? These jeans that I'm wearing. I have four pairs of these jeans. Yeah. You find something you like it and you keep it. I am not disagreeing with you, but that is not a blue shirt. This is a blue sweatshirt. That is not. No, it is black. This is 100% blue. Look, that. Look, that's how you tell the difference between blue and black is when you put it up against something that's black. Look, that's it's blue. Black. And I love how we're doing this for the poor Buzz family. I'm going to post tell. a photo on my Instagram. And they will clearly see that Oh, it's God, black. are we starting one of those things? Like the what color is this dress thing? <gasps> on your Instagram? I've always wanted to do that. Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus. Chris, what do you call fighting with people on the internet? Is, is that like, like trolling? I feel like if you're trolling, you're looking for a fight. You know? Provoking people to get a reaction versus I feel like what you and I do, we just like to inform people of the correct answer. Yes. And it is so hard to not get involved in so many things <sighs> and conversations. Like, I, I'll leave groups just because of some of the things that people say. And usually I won't, like, go out and be like, you guys are idiots. I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you just can't. It, it's weird. It's an addiction, isn't it? <sighs> I try so hard to not dive into that world because it does. It can lead you to a toxic arena, but you do so well. And then you just see something and you just have to. Give them your peace of mind. Yes, you're just on Facebook, and you scroll through something, you see something where someone says something really awful, and then you're like, I can let this go. So you get up, and you walk somewhere, and you go try to do something else, but it's all you can think about. It festers. It does, and I hate that, but it does. And then you're like, do I have to help this person understand that they are wrong? <laughs> what do I... Can I just stop thinking about this? But no, it's an addiction. We all do it. We yeah. all do it. You're the person that needs to tell them the correct answer. Because obviously they're wrong. Mm-hmm. If you have such a different opinion. It's not obviously that they're wrong. But but still, it, it's the way that people kind of come at these situations where they differ in opinion. Did you have a situation like this recently? Oh, or what's going on? Oh, buddy. So I've been, as you know, detoxing off of food that is bad for you, mm-hmm. but tastes great, mm-hmm. and now eating healthy stuff. And it's going well. I'm on the upswing. But Friday was the worst part of it. I don't know why, but, you know, I'm not having any sugar. I'm just kind of in a bad mood. It's crazy how that can affect your mood, but it does. Mm-hmm. Someone says something just wrong on a on a on our building's 
private Facebook group. Actually, no, not even that. I said something. I said my opinion, and then this person came after me. And I feel like they came after me. And if you come after me when I'm not even talking about you, then they're fair game to rip apart. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you're not the one to start a fight, but you're not going to run from one either. That is my favorite quote about a Gemini, and it's the truth. I do not start any I try not to start any fights. I would like for everybody to never have to do that, especially with me. Mm-hmm. Like, let me hear what you say. I'll say what I say, and let's see if we can find some common ground. That's how you have a conversation. But if someone comes for me... You're not losing. Oh, hell no, I am not backing down. You're dealing with a Gemini here, and that's when I show my worst, I guess. Hmm. Depending on which way you look at it. I have the conversation. You do? Do you want to do a dramatic reading of Please. it? Please. Okay, let's do it. Um, let's do it after this. Hashtag Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus. So as a Gemini, you don't start fights, but you don't run from them either. And I was coming off of sugar. Don't come at me when I'm coming off of sugar. I feel like this guy came for me. There's a difference. He was at the wrong place at the wrong time. No, he put his stupid opinion at me. He was coming for me. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I could be Maybe he just it. wanted to correct you. Uh, let's just read this stupid thing. So at my apartment building, we have a private group where we talk about whatever's going on in the building. It's an old building. Stuff happens. And so uh, the original question was, do you think that emailing and texting every resident about missing equipment is appropriate? So this happens in our building. Like... All of a sudden, your phone goes off, and it's a building going like, hey, make sure to pick up after your dog. You know, like stupid things like that. Mm -hmm. And so I write, our building shouldn't be sending texts about people cleaning up their dog poop and shopping carts missing. Email is fine, but texting should be used as an emergency communication only. How long until our building starts sending you up texts? Right? Just being funny. Yeah. Adding to that. You weren't, and by any means, mean or vindictive. You're just stating your opinion on this. So this guy comes for me, and you read the part of the other guy. If you are that bothered by a simple text message making you aware of an issue in the building, then maybe email them and ask them to take you off any text chain. Complaining about it on our private Facebook group won't change anything. LOL. He came for me, right? Oh. Didn't he come for me? That is... He's assuming you're bothered, that you're that bothered. He's assuming that I'm a lazy POS. Hmm. So I responded with, uh, I have done that, and they take you off of everything, including emergencies. <laughs> I made fun of him with the LOLs. I just went... <laughs> If you don't know all of our situations and the lengths that we go to have these problems taken care of, then perhaps you should get off your high horse in this message board that's for residents of the building to communicate to each other about situations going on in the building. So the guy who originally posted it, who is not the guy I'm fighting with, goes, okay, guys, I think uh, we all have different opinions and this is going to be okay. Like, we're, we got this. Chill out. That's basically what he says. And then the, the guy... You seriously cannot tell me I'm on a high horse because I'm saying getting a text message maybe once or twice a month for management isn't something to complain about, LOL. I get you're frustrated, and maybe the text message was the straw that broke the proverbial camel's back for you, but come on, haha. Right? You just, 
And then you, when you're in a fight with somebody on Facebook, you take your phone and you're like, I'm not going to look at that. I'm not going to look at that. I'm not going to look like that. But it's like the heart underneath the floorboards in a telltale heart. It's just going. Your phone is just sitting there. You're like, oh, I know that son of a bee said something and I got to go get. What? I got, maybe I should have said he was on a high horse. I get it, but he was on a high horse. And uh, but when he's like broke the, the proverbial camel's back for you, come on, ha ha, lol. I responded with, aren't you the same dude who shamed a resident back in December by getting on here and posting a photo of their poorly parked car? (laughs) And then nothing. Mm. Silence. Totally ends right there. It was like calling him out for doing the same exact thing. You know, you know, maybe I win. (laughs) He had nothing to LOL about. (laughs) Thanks for downloading the podcast and hanging out with us today. If you want to see what's going on when the show's not on air, follow Jordan Silver on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Jordan Silver. That's J-O-R-D-I-N Silver. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.